Oh man, welcome to end of the year edition of the Nerd Life Industry Show. I'm Peter Hogan, got Mike Martin on the other side, and uh, been talking my asses off for the last couple hours. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. we gotta start. We gotta yeah. start recording some of those those pre-talk yeah. episodes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's crazy because uh, the in the very beginning, when we first started the show, the software we were using then, it was very easy to just do that and just record right. that and separate that from the actual show itself. You know, and then mm-hmm. for a while there, it became a bit of an issue. Then I just got out of the habit of recording those. And so, yeah, we definitely need to start back doing those because it's some gold in those things. And those are some bonuses that, yeah, we, we can make available to our Patreon subscribers. You know, it's yeah, kind of sure. like, you know, like, like have a, like Bill Maher has, you know, uh, what is it after the show, whatever it's called, where Pretty much when the show is over, like um, not real time, but it's God. What is it? Overtime. overtime. Yeah, they call yeah, it overtime. Yeah. YouTube or whatever else. So we can do something like that, man. So those after yeah, show definitely. bonuses, like the Patreon subscribe. So yeah, I think that's something we could add to the list of things to look forward to in the new year with this show. Which we'll yeah, I think I think one later. thing we've discussed doing that I think will make a lot of sense going into 2018 is start serving up ads in our show where we pitch our own products and services and also take sponsors for the free episodes. And then for people that are our Patreon supporters, they can listen to the same episodes a few weeks before they come out on iTunes and Stitcher commercial free. So now that's one more big incentive because I don't like listening to commercials either. I'm happy to, Hey, look, I have a Hulu subscription. I'm happy to pay an extra four bucks to not see any commercials. I would I would pay more than that if they said look twenty five bucks no commercials I would pay it because I fucking hate commercials, yeah. but it's the nature of the game. It's like you can't just you can't put these shows up there without commercials because someone has to pay for this, and if it's not going to be the commercials, it's going to be you. I'm happy to pay you know, to avoid commercials. Right. Yeah, because at the end of the day, you know while we're you know giving free information, you know it's not free. Well, first of all, <laughs> the ISP that we're using, you know, whatever we're using for our, our Internet connection. And, you know, now net neutrality is dead. <laughs> so <laughs> who knows? Who, who knows how these shows will be coming out at this point? So, yeah, man. So they're still going to want their bills. You know, my electric company still wants their money for the electricity I'm using while we, you know, have these computers on and everything else record the show. So they're still getting paid. <laughs> and right. so like we've, we've lots of great information these last almost five years man so yeah yeah i, I think it's just the, the time is now the time is now and like well, this it serves everyone's needs right? if you're a cheap if you're, if you're a cheap ass and you don't want to pay five bucks a month to avoid then you're not going to listen to the show without commercials yeah <laughs> you're going to listen to the show <laughs> right. with us pitching our products and services and where we've had several people contact several companies contact us mm-hmm. about being sponsors that we're going to go through in the next couple yeah. of weeks and most likely take some of these on. And if you don't want to hear those people, yeah. I get it. But you're going to have to pay a few dollars a month, which we'll see if, if people find it worth it. But we're co- we're covering ourselves here. You know, that way we make money with our sponsors, and then we'll make money off people who don't want to hear the sponsors. And those people don't have to listen to commercials, and they get the episodes sooner ahead of time. Than, exactly. Yeah. Then and people on, top on of iTunes and Stitcher will. And all that still goes into, like, if you go to Patreon, it even tells you pretty much what those subscriptions are there for. It helps put on quality show. Keeps the incentive to keep the show going and getting top guests. Because, trust me, another thing that those guests look at, you know, they want to make sure there's an audience there, too. Right. So it works for right. everybody. It works out for everybody. And guess what? Yeah. You yeah. know, and we're just hoping that you guys, when you do listen to our guests, that you actually go and support them and purchase their product. 
you know, we we haven't had a way of tracking that. You guys will tell us you you know you're buying their product and you support them. You know, now we have a way of tracking that. So if you're honest, this is not going to bother you. If you've been lying about that, yeah, we'll find you out, buddy. But it's all good. But at the end of the day, this is the world we live in. We're in a capitalistic society, okay? And that's just the way it works. It's just like everyone pretty much look. We like capitalism here. You know, trust me. This is not. Socialist radio, communism radio, whatever else. And then, which is even funny to even see a communist or a socialist podcast. I find that hilarious. <laughs> it's like finding, finding like a, an, an anarchy podcast. I'm like, okay, so you're basically using services that are regulated some way, somehow by the government. Or, you know, it's pretty much being, it's being, there's money being made from these services as well. So it's, those are all hypocrites. Look, man, there's no hypocrites here. We like capitalism. We like making money, okay? <laughs> so, so there's this, there's no hypocrites here, okay? So, and then because yes, we we've invested lots of time to get this knowledge and make these connections that you guys, you know, that you get along with this show. So therefore, you know, it's, hey man, you know, just kind of like that's what the investment's all about. And that's how you should see all this. You're not spending money just because it's not like you're just sitting here and it's just random comedy going on the whole time. Sometimes it is, but it's not like that's the basis of the show. It's like, there's lots of knowledge being shared here and lots, some of our millions and millions of dollars have been invested in all the knowledge that has been shared on the show via us or, you know, as well as our experts that we bring on here, I guess. So yeah, yeah, yeah man, we, everyone wins. That's the way, it, that's the way it is. Everyone wins. But I think that, I mean, yeah, this, this way there's something for everybody. There's going to be people who don't want to spend a dime. They'll, they'll suffer through the commercials. Fine. We're covered there because we have sponsors now, including pitching our own products and services. And then there's going to be people like us who don't want to hear ads and they're happy to fork over a few dollars to support our efforts and listen to the show ad free. So everyone's covered. So I think it's, I think it's going to be a perfect strategy moving forward. And then we're incentivized to do more episodes as well. Once this starts adding up, we can even take it back to where we what we did initially, where we had two episodes per week. Exactly. You know, we're more incentivized now to allocate more time to something because there's a there's a financial benefit as, in addition to just putting out great content. I mean, I enjoy doing the show. I know you enjoy doing it as well. Yeah. But deserve to get compensated for it. It's not too much to ask. And this is, this is a strategy that's going to work for everybody. Exactly. Like I said, everyone wins. Yeah, man. Yeah, and on that and on that note, I think uh, I think a lot of our listeners have won this year because there've been so many good episodes. Yeah. And the, the three that come to mind for me, the, the episode with Thomas Inkledon where he talked about alternative strategies for cancer treatment, I thought was yeah. extremely informative. In fact, I need to go back and listen to that again. <clears throat> excuse me, very soon, because that's life changing, life saving, potentially life saving information right there. And it's very important because most people, if they get a cancer diagnosis or a loved one does, you go into a panic state. And then you're at the mercy of a lot of bad information, potentially bad information. So you want to have a plan, excuse me, which you can kick into gear immediately if you have the misfortune of being in this situation. And that's where an episode like that is you want to keep that archived. A lot of people didn't listen to it because they don't have cancer or know anyone. It's not affecting them right now. And hopefully it never does. But if it does affect you, you want to have that information ready to go so you can kick the the plan of action into effect immediately, not something where you research for six months on what you should do. Exactly. And for those that don't know, you, you may have missed that or you can remember that. That was episodes 206 and episode 207. It was so much good information. I had to split that one up, man. 
you know, just just so everybody can kind of just like absorb the information instead of just being bombarded with it. But um, it's a right. great like that's a great resource to have. So it's just one of those episodes you want to make sure you don't just stream it. You want to download it and have that on right. file somewhere. Right. So again, that's episode episode two hundred six and episode two hundred seven. Definitely check that one out, man. I mean, we talked about, cool about Thomas Inkladon is he offers free consultations, and what that means is. Let's say you have a problem. It doesn't just have to be cancer. It could be something else. It could be polycystic ovarian syndrome. It could be adrenal issues. You know, who knows what? Low testosterone, ED, whatever it is. You can call him up, and the first call is free where he will assess your issue and let you know for sure whether he can help or not before you charge the thing. Right. Once he puts a plan of action together for you, obviously, you're going to have to pay him for that. But he'll let you know, and he's an honest guy. If he doesn't think he can help you out, He'll just recommend you to someone who can. So right. Thomas is a really stand-up guy, very generous guy, extremely knowledgeable, and it's it's, it's great to have him as a resource. We'll, you know, we'll definitely get him back in 2018. Yes, yeah, it's not a bunch of bro science. You know, a lot of these so wannabe YouTube <laughs> experts that love to talk about all these things that are not based on anything but their freaking opinion. And you know, but right. you know, this this, this right. cult of celebrity crap that's going on just because. They have a lot of followers and listeners, or they they put out so many videos that every time you look up, there they are when they pop up on your feed on YouTube. You think, well, obviously <laughs> he must know what he's talking about because there's my look on YouTube. There he is. Well, he doesn't have shit to do. He's always he's busy putting up videos all the time instead of being out in the field and actually working with people, or actually doing the research and finding right. things out. You know, he's not right. he's not well researched. He's just very opinionated. And trust me, mm-hmm. the world is oversaturated with opinion, and that's my opinion. <laughs> to my buddy, I'm pretty sure if you research that, that's also fact. <laughs> so, Just so, like yeah, there's so, no yeah. shortage, there's no shortage of assholes. There's no shortage of opinions either. Most of them are like most assholes. Most of them are like most assholes. They're not worth your attention. <laughs> you can bleach it all you want. It's still an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> But um, like I say, it's very researched, man. And um, I mean, all you do is just go back and listen to those episodes, and even some of the earlier episodes that we've had. You know, we had him on the show. Oh yeah, you see that? Time. Okay, this guy—he's not BSing. This is like, wow, you, you're actually sitting there with a pen and pad. Like, okay, wait a minute, let me let me rewind that. Okay, what was that reference again? What was this? You know, where's that resource? Right. That's that's the type of guy that Thomas is, man. So again, it's yeah. not like oh, it's not all about like, well, how do you feel about this? Well. You know, there was a study and blah, 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 like, whoa, okay, like right off the top of his head. You know, it's not like he came prepared, like, okay, I'm going to go over here. You know, I'm, I'm going to, this is what I want to talk about, guys. You know, direct you in that way and that way and that way and that way. Now, if it's a topic like we're talking about this cancer episode, then, yeah, he brought some, he brought notes that were already ready to go because it was so extensive. You know, it was so extensive. But those other episodes that we've had with him, man, it's just like, oh, Oh yeah, and there's a study that went this like, damn, dude, you just spit the stuff like it's nothing. <laughs> it's right. like, you know, right. you know, yeah, you know, he, he kind of reminds me of, you know, another one of our popular guests, Jerry Brainham. Jerry's the same way, man. Oh same yeah. Way. And Doctor and Doctor Mark Gordon is just kind of like, wow, you know, because these guys are out there, they're out there in the field, they're working with people or they're doing the research. They're not spending their time having Twitter wars, <laughs> you know, going back and forth with that, man. Right. So. Yeah, I mean, Jerry, I'm a subscriber to his newsletter, AppliedMetabolics.com, which I, I recommend highly. If you if you enjoyed the episodes with Jerry on our show, you'll you'll love his newsletter. 
And it's to say that it's detailed is an understatement. It's extremely detailed information. And then he has a summary at the bottom if you don't want to go through all the nitty gritty. Usually what I do is I read the summary first just to get an idea of where he's going. And then I go back and read the details. But he always has clear citations. It's always very well balanced. He had an interesting article about soy where he just broke through the whole misconception about how soy is always deemed as being highly estrogenic. And he said that theoretically, soy can be estrogenic, but you would have to eat an amount so massive that no one is doing that every day. Right. Basically, the phytoestrogens in soy have one one ten thousandth of the power of real estrogens. And they were, they, if anything, they actually block receptor uptake of stronger estrogens. That's why there's a doctor, Dr. Eugene Shippen, who wrote a book called The Testosterone Syndrome. He actually used to give his patients on TRT soy protein as somewhat of an aromatase inhibitor, where it would actually block the estrogen receptors and block conversion of testosterone to estrogen. Right. So it was, it's just, it's just, it's just interesting to see a lot of the, the myths that just keep getting regurgitated. There's another guy wrote an article for, yeah, a lot of, I mean, it's, a lot of it, it is just people just don't understand what even they're saying. They're going, oh, it's, it's got phytoestrogens. Yeah, I hear the word that estrogen. Like estrogen. It's like, oh, it's got the word estrogen in it, so it's got to be bad. And, you know, and then they'll, they'll, and they love to pick and say, like, well, you know, look at some, look at all like these guys here, you know. These guys are not eating meat and look at him. You know, he, that's not what a man would be. Eating. So obviously it's the soy. You know, it's always funny because usually the people that are saying this is like, but you look kind of like that dude too that you're making fun of. It's just like, just because you, you know, you have more facial hair doesn't mean anything. It's like, okay. <laughs> Something like that. Well, so I mean, two, like, two of I mean, the most heavily marketed things to men as being masculine are beer and meat, right? Go have a beer yeah. with the boys. That's masculine. Go have go to a barbecue and have a hey, steak. That's masculine. Let's go have a steak over here. Steak that's braised in beer. <laughs> like, yeah, there, there's nothing that has more estrogen in it than meat. You're eating a hormonal animal, and that's not just that alone. Even if it's organic and free range, it's still a hormonal animal. What do you think's in the tissues? Hormones. You're, you're, you're eating, eating, you're eating the hormones. You're, eating like, you're not eating bull meat. Okay, <laughs> you know, you're not sitting there eating stud or something like this. Like, yeah, and even even that would have a lot of estrogen, just like men have estrogen yeah. too. So you're eating, but yeah. but, but that's and a good what do you point. Think they would feed them? And what would you feed right. them to fatten them up in the first place? What's cheaper? Soy product. Okay, it's not like you know you're not. It's like you're, you're not going to give a cow steak or <laughs> something like that. Come on, man. It's like these are the same people that'll sit there and talk about you know hey you got to eat organic, but you know. Are your animals eating organic at the same time that you're eating? You really trying to think that that corn right. and that soy is really organic? They're feeding them to fatten them up because the demand is too high. First of all, man. So and even grass actually, fed, and it doesn't mean they're always grass fed, right? Grass fed can right. mean that they're grass fed part of the time, and then the other part yeah, exactly. is part of their diet, <laughs> and then the rest is supplemental. It doesn't mean 100 percent of the time. Well, Just like free finished. range, free range can mean that they're that they're let to run around for five minutes out of the day, in like a free range, or, or an hour. Like it's like a prisoner, you know, like a prison. You spend 23 hours in a cell and you get one hour to go out into the yard, you know. So, but that's free range. Yeah, there's just a lot of myths, but I mean, beer is the most estrogenic alcohol you could ever drink. I mean, all alcohol will have some conversion of testosterone to estrogen. You know, that's a separate discussion that we can have sometime next year on the show. But beer in particular, not only does it have alcohol, which does have aromatase conversion properties, it has hops, which is highly estrogenic. 
Anyway, I mean, this kind of stuff is you, you really people always want to know, like, well, where do you gain this data? It's like, it's, do I even do I even have to furnish it? Just look at anyone who drinks a lot of beer. What do they act like? <laughs> they start crying like a little bitch. Or they try to get into fights because they're overcompensating. Both are highly estrogenic behavior. I always laugh whenever someone's a bully. Oh, he's got too much testosterone. It's like, no, nah, he doesn't have enough. Or too much exactly. of it is being converted to estrogen. When you have high testosterone, you're not a dick. You're not a bully. You're the opposite of that. You're confident. You're cool. You don't have to prove yourself. You don't have to prove shit. Right. Or they become sexual predators as well, you know, because they know they can always blame the alcohol. Uh, I, was I being an asshole? Excuse me. Was I being inappropriate? Yeah. Fucker. <laughs> it's like you were touching her and, and you were stalking her. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, I get so blitz, man. Well, first of all, I should tell you, you need to stop drinking. <laughs> if that's the case, if you, if you can't tell you right from wrong, come on, man. Just stop it. So, well, here's one more thing. Like, again, you're asking, like, where are you getting all the stuff from? This is why it pays to subscribe to Jerry's newsletter. You know, so therefore you can read about things like this and you'll get all of the references right there for you. You wouldn't even have to ask that question. And right. then again, yeah. and also, everything in there is, has citations. That's right. Exactly. And you want to sit there and Pretty much, man. You don't, you don't have to sit there and just wonder and just take somebody's word for things that you always ask yourself, where are they getting this from? When someone's saying something, don't just sit there. If they're saying something that makes you feel better about the choices that you're making, you know, you have to be honest with yourself and, and tell yourself that's what it is. Well, I like listening to this guy because, you know, hey, he's, he's in line with the things I like. <laughs> you know, me, I like the truth. Okay. <laughs> you know, I like the truth and just like, and, and being able to actually think and like, oh, Okay, this may not have been the best choice, you know. You know, but once you know better, you do better. Hopefully, that's the thing about it. I don't want to continue to go down that road when I'm like, oh, if I can see to do this, then this is this is the effect this is going to have on me. Okay, and there's the research. There's the research. Okay, there's okay. Well, hmm, got to reevaluate these choices now. At that point, right? That's what you really. Hopefully, that's where you want to be. You know, so that's why it's always good to have, like I said, a resource like that. And we're talking about Jerry, and also. Those episodes, that was episode 211 and 212, um, mm -hmm. like another one of my favorite episodes as well, when Jerry addresses the, the marijuana connection with testosterone. And um, right. hell, Mike even, come on, instead of just taking his word for it, Mike put one of those theories to test. <laughs> he, he tested it out for a month <laughs> to see, you know, to see, you know, if he can back up, you know, what Jerry's saying. And it worked in your favor, right, Mike? <laughs> Honestly, I did, I, did the, I did the same thing with soy years ago. I, I remember reading some of the studies on on soy being estrogenic and then others like Eugene Shippen yeah. using it as a way to lower conversion of testosterone to estrogen. Well, I did an experiment where I think I had a, a block of tofu every day for 60 days and went and got my lab work done and estrogen was lower than it was before. It wasn't higher. It's, yeah. Yeah. So I mean, it's well, Mike, you're different. You're different, Mike. <laughs> it's always that. So. That's always what people say when they don't want to change their way of thinking. They're like, "Oh, exactly. just because you, just because there's one anomaly doesn't mean that it's categorically across the board." It's like, all right, all yeah. Right. So, well, but what's funny about that when you say that, these are also the same one that says like, "Oh, well, pretty much, if, you know, if you're eating soy, you're gonna be more feminine." So they've already just just did the opposite of what they just said. <laughs> so then they just categorically just went across the board and said that any man that consumes, you know, soy is going to naturally have low testosterone, high estrogen. Like, so you got to pick one, but you can't have them both. So which I one mean, is plus, plus so. there's 
Here's where soy can be estrogenic, just like any food that's inflammatory can be. If you have an inflammatory response to soy, let's say it's a high allergy food for you. You just have an allergic response, a sensitivity response. Anything that causes inflammation can cause conversion of testosterone to estrogen. So sometimes you can get an you can get an increase, you can have a deleterious effect on your testosterone estrogen ratio just by the foods you're eating. But it's because of the inflammatory response that you're dealing with, not because of the phytoestrogens in the foods you're eating. I mean, how flaxseeds allegedly have a, the lingans are also thought to be yeah. high in phytoestrogens, but flaxseeds also help lower estrogen in the body. So sometimes you have to you have to realize what what am I even saying? You're saying, oh, it's got phytoestrogens. That's that's estrogen. No, it's estrogen like in terms of its activity, right. but it's also one ten thousandth the power. So it's significantly weaker and prevents stronger estrogen receptor uptake. You have to think things through. Yeah, at the end of the day, when it comes to these health issues and whatever else, <clears throat> oh hell, even in health improvements, it's rarely one thing. You know, you can't just right. put it all on this one thing. You know, just right. like you know, when someone dies of something, you know, or death or whatever else. Look, man, unless you got decapitated, you know, <laughs> <laughs> you know, or you know, you just got in a serious car accident. Rarely is there ever just one thing that caused your death. This is a culmination of some things that may have built up and added to that. Hell, even right. if it was a car accident, right. it wasn't just one thing. Two of you were some, you, two people being negligent some way, somehow. Not everyone was paying attention at that time. So, you know, or, you know, you got to put the car into play and you got to put the type of car and, you know, the, the highway conditions, the weather, all this other stuff. So it's rarely ever even one thing that causes a death. So same thing when it comes to your health whether good or bad. It's never this one thing. You're not going to have this magic pill that's going to make you be, have a better deadlift or a better squat. You know, it's not going to be just this one thing. It's a whole culmination of things. Recovery, right. the things you're eating, you know, rest, your lifestyle, you know, hell, just like, you know, what the weather was like that day. Sometimes that can mess with you. You know, you're in a place mm -hmm. where the altitude's high and, you know, it might be messing with your breathing. You're not having the chance to recover as quickly in between sets. So, therefore, you're not having the energy necessary, you know, that to push through whatever that goal is for that day. It's just so many different things, man. So it's never just one thing. Just, just So just cut that out. Just cut it out. <laughs> Let that go. So, but the thing is, yeah, I mean, that, that's, like, why, that's, that's one thing that Leo Costa brought up with his whole thing with having a couple strokes in a couple of days. It's a, yeah. it's a variety of things that put him in that situation. You could say it was the intense bodybuilding routine he was on. We didn't get a chance to talk to him about diet, but that's one thing I wanted to bring up yeah. with him because he, he followed a lot of Mauro De Pasquale's information, who he's, he's popular for the anabolic diet, which is a very high meat, low carbohydrate based diet. And then you do carbohydrate refuels on the weekend. But anyway, you have to wonder how much of his diet, that bodybuilding style diet affected his arteries right. and made him more prone to a stroke and so forth. So that's, we'll get him back at some point and bring that part of the equation back up. Yeah, you look at the way he trained, you look at the way he trained on, yeah, two seventeen. Yeah, it was the last. It was the yeah. last episode we put out. That was a really Actually, good episode. episode. That was one of my favorites too, because I've been a big fan of his work. He's yeah. the author of Serious Growth, Big Beyond Belief, a bodybuilding style of training based on Bulgarian power, Bulgarian Olympic lifting right. methods. Right. Really interesting guy. I read his book too, which is very very autobiography based. He just goes through his life and then he goes into training and so forth. But that was really interesting too because he was very honest about who he is and the mistakes he's made. So that was a really good read. I actually started reading it late at night one night and I, I went through the whole thing. 
I mean, it was, it was, it was a real wow. page turner. So get him back on and talk about that would be cool too. But that, that was one of my favorite episodes as well. But one thing that's been cool about this podcast, it's allowed me to connect with a lot of people that I'm fans of that right. I've never met or never spoken to where you've been a fan of their work for many years and then you're able to get them on the show and have a real conversation with them. So that's been really cool for me. That's been a fun experience. And there's just more to come because, you know, in, right now, even as you guys are listening to this, there's people that we're reaching out to, you know, hopefully oh, you know, yeah. we'll lock them in 2018 and some very, very interesting people, man, from different yeah. walks of life. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so. And speaking of someone from a different walk of life, then a lot of the episodes we do is Melia Kaplan. You know, she's been on the show a few times, but she's one of my favorites as well because you can hear the sincerity, the passion for what she does in her voice, an extremely genuine person. And she's actually working on a business that's going to be a e-commerce website that allows you to shop for a variety of different vegan products, mainly clothing, but it's going to be all based on one website where when you buy it, you're going, you're able to buy a variety of different things from different websites on one website without leaving that website. So it's not going to be like an affiliate program where let, let's say I have five different affiliate programs on my website and you buy one product and you're taken to that website. Then you have to come back yeah. to my website. Okay. You buy another, you're taken to another website. It's a big nuisance, right? Which is why I got rid of right. most affiliate programs because it was confusing to people where people would buy my supplements and they're like, oh, let me get that meditation program too. And they're thinking they can do it all in one shot, but they try to buy the meditation program and it's taking them somewhere else. They're like, wait a minute, where am I now? And then what happened to the products I was <laughs> right. just trying to buy? <laughs> you know, right. It's confusing <laughs> to people. So this is going to be a very sophisticated website that she's working with some pretty interesting people for where it's going to be a much more seamless shopping experience. And then part of this is going to be they're going to take funds, a percentage of funds and allocate it towards voice for the animals and other animals causes and so forth. So it's a really smart plan, but she's a super driven lady where I have no doubt this business is going to be successful because she's not someone who's just trying to make a lot of money. She could care less about that. I doubt she's going to pocket a cent of a lot of the money that's raised there. She'll probably keep her lifestyle exactly the same. Any excess is going to go to all the causes she's passionate about. Now, that's the kind of person I like to back because it's coming from a genuine place. She's not doing it for praise. She's not trying to get an award. <laughs> you know, right. She's not trying to be in the newspaper for saving animals. The reward is the action, what she's doing every day. Yeah. And that episode is episode 210, folks. You can go back and listen to that. There was a lot of good discussions with that. Because, uh, oh, yeah. You know, we talked to it before, but we were talking about even just the connection between animal abuse and mass shootings, you know, which, yeah. <laughs> which yeah. was odd because – you know, at the time that we recorded that show and it was released, you know, a few weeks later, the whole Vegas incident happened. <laughs> you know, it was just so right, crazy. Right, right. You know, we were talking about just, you know, healing from child abuse and, you know, and yeah. she was talking about pairing, you know, veterans, you know, coming back, you know, PTSD and TBI, pairing them with rescued, rescued animals as well. So it was a really good episode. Like I said, that's episode 210, another one of my favorites as well, man. A lot of good things that we hit on with that, that, like I said, we never talked with her about before so every time she comes on man it's just something new like wow didn't know that <laughs> didn't know that either so yeah definitely not she's, she's definitely just a, a super inspiring lady yeah she's just one of those yeah. ladies you just feel better about things after you talk to her <laughs> you know you feel more yeah. positive you feel more driven you want to do more she has that kind of contagious effect a very positive contagious yeah. effect and that episode did really well actually a lot of times an episode like that which is a little bit different than what we normally put out 
usually the, the the downloads are quite a bit lower for something like that. But that episode did really well, so I was happy to see that. And it actually even did well. Like I was just telling you that I was kind of looking at the statistics, even just like on YouTube. You know, when we had we were putting the episodes up on YouTube as well. You know, and it did pretty well over there, which you know, in nice. YouTube world, you know, that's 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 huge. <laughs> you know, for all the distractions that happen over there, and, and pretty much, you know, YouTube is like Trollville for the most part. So you know, it's <laughs> a place where faceless people can just come on and say random crap or whatever else. So when usually when you have something that's kind of serious like that, man, they just thrive off of that and trolling situations like this. So I was very surprised to see that it did pretty well over there on YouTube as well. So, oh yeah, maybe hope for this world after all. <laughs> Even the <laughs> trolls are coming around. <laughs> well, the thing about trolls is, a hundred percent of the time they're douchebags. You know, there's no exception to that rule. There's never, there's never been a cool troll. <laughs> it's not like Trump talking about, oh, there were good people on both sides and there were there were bad people on both sides. Like, no, there's no, there's no white, there's no white nationalist who's a good guy. <laughs> Let's just start right there. It's kind of like trolls are the same way. Anyone who uses a fake name and a fake picture is not someone you want to waste time with. You know, post with your real fucking name and let's see what you really look like if you're going to be yeah. so provocative with your bullshit. Otherwise, just and shut if you up. Really, yeah, if you really stand by what you say, it's like, okay, put your name behind it. Like, trust me, you exactly. go anywhere pretty much on the line, you're going to see Sincere Hogan. That's what's going to be there. Yeah. So therefore, all opinions, all things, that's me. That is yeah. me. I'm not hiding. You know, and you'll see my location. It says Houston, Texas. So there you go. I'm not even hiding there. I'm not even, get, I'm not even in your fake city or anything like that saying I'm in Dubai or some bullshit like that. Like, no, Houston, Texas. Not that hard to find me. It's the biggest little town in the world. Okay. So and I say that because it may be the, the, the country's fourth largest city, but you'd be amazed how many people, like, just like you pretty much know almost everybody here. Some way, somehow you run into somebody here in Houston. That's why I say it's like a big little town. So it won't be that hard to find me. So I say what I say, and, and that's in the day. But that's that's why I have no problem saying, like, in my opinion. That's another thing, because a lot of these trolls say things like they're freaking facts. Right. <laughs> like their opinion, like, this is, this is the only way the world should think. Like, okay, first of all, who are you, and what do you look like? I see a picture of Babs Bunny. <laughs> so I hope I'm not talking to Babs Bunny. Be yourself. And then it's funny when, pe it's funny when people know. talk about other countries that they've never been to. It's like, well, here's what's going on over That's there. It's funny. like, have you ever been there? No. you never even been out of America. What do you know about what's going you on been in out Uganda of, or Kenya? Been out of your or... Some of, yeah, some of them <laughs> have been on the opposite side of town. It used to amaze me. It used to amaze me how so many, when I was in the music industry, how so many of my friends that lived in New York, born and raised in Brooklyn, that they never have been to Queens. <laughs> you know, you know, it was so amazing. Like, oh man, I don't go over there. I've never been to Staten Island. You know, so, but they want to talk about people in Staten Island. So, but it, but then I moved to Houston. It was pretty much the same thing. There are people that on the north side of Houston that have never been to the south side or the southwest side of Houston. And it's always and getting back to what you just said. It's always funny that anytime there's crime or anybody wants to talk about crime or shootings or whatever else, what about Chicago? Have you ever been to Chicago? Well, no. <laughs> so have you, how can you tell me what's going down in the south side of Chicago when you've never even been to Chicago? You haven't even been on the Magnificent Mile. What's that? Exactly. <laughs> so you've never been there. So don't speak about things you don't know. It's like at least at least talk to someone that lives there and ask, them, hey, man, what's really going on over there? Don't just go by some sound bites you've seen on TV, because trust me, there's a there's a there's an agenda behind that. You know, they, they need you. To th they need you to think a certain way. I want to get to the source. Let me talk to a local. Right. 
If you sit there and tell me, right. oh man, Vegas sucks. Well, who did you talk to? Oh, somebody that flew into Vegas and went to the, went to a casino and lost all their money, <laughs> you know, and got a hooker and then came back with a, with BD. It's like, I don't want to talk to that guy. Talk to, let me talk to an actual resident. And which means they probably don't live in Las Vegas. They probably live in freaking, you know, Henderson or, you know, outside in the burbs or something like that. So they can actually tell you what Vegas is really like. So, you know, get to the source, man. Don't just take people, you know, use this because something bad happened to them. Just like somebody says, like, I don't like doing kettlebell snatches. That's probably because their kettlebell snatch taking that ass. Okay? Yeah. Well, I don't, I don't like kettlebells. You know, it hurt my, you know, people get hurt for doing kettlebells. That's probably because they didn't get the proper instruction and they hurt themselves. And now they're blaming kettlebells. So you always got to question somebody when they just make these outlandish statements like that. Like, oh, man, I don't work out anymore, man. Somebody, no, somebody, it's, it's just better, man, just to walk. And I'm like, really? Why? <laughs> <Life. laughs> You've been walking since you were probably like, what, six months old and nine months old? And yet you're so out of shape and your health is bad. <laughs> Look at your test like, so walking is not working for you. You need to do something else. Walking is not enough. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, like that was a, yeah, that, like I said, that episode with Melia was really good, man. That's another one of my favorites. Always good to have her come on the show. Like I said, by the time she finishes, man, you just got to ask yourself, like, what the fuck am I doing with myself? <laughs> you know, he's like, I'm just sitting here replying to trolls on YouTube. I could be out doing some good things. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That, that's the other reason why I like talking to people like her and Ty Ritter because it just puts everything in focus for you. It makes you remember what's really important and to, to not take your trivial problems or your or more of the nuisances you right. deal with in life. A lot of times we look at inconveniences as problems. Right. And they're they're two entirely separate things, and that's really and reinforced just, when you talk to someone like Ty or Melia. Yeah, and even makes, just lets you check the some of the things. Like even if you're not responding directly to some of this stuff, like going back and forth with a like a Twitter troll or something like that, but just even right. being affected by just the BS that's on TV, you know, and it sure. starts to in, it starts making you feel bad about you, know, like oh, you feel hopeless or whatever else, and you feel like well, damn man, all this is going on. You know, then, you know, what can I even do compared to all this madness that's going on? And then you can realize with someone like Melia, you're just like, look, man, don't, don't sell yourself short. There's a lot you can do. Somebody, even just doing one little thing, you know, donating to an organization, sending out a tweet, you know, passing on the information, sending it to your friends, you know, doing a fund, doing a fundraiser in your neighborhood or, you know, just saying like, hey, you know, for the, even if you have products, you know, for this month, you know, for each product we have, you know, 10% is going to go voice for the animals. You're like, look, Man, you don't think that that it does. And guess what? Oh, yeah. so there you, you're you making an impact. You know, yeah. No doubt. So what? No one's fussing about it on Twitter back and forth. Like, how dare you give 10% of the voice for the animals? You know, they're going back and forth and people are arguing about this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, because, again, you're not doing it for the fame, man. You're doing it for good. And, you know, hey, if right. someone sees that, it's that cool. If not, hey, man, again, you're doing it for the real work. Okay, not for the fame. And so, yeah, you're still making a difference. So you don't have to feel, like I said, so hopeless when all this other crap is going on in the world. A lot of times, most of this crap is going on in the world because they're feeling hopeless, too. So they're like, well, I can't do this. So let me just start some shit here. <laughs> it's like, that's not helping, you know. So. Yeah, it's easy, to, it's easy to waste a lot of time on stuff that doesn't matter. And it's easy to get oh, yeah. sucked into that warped hole. And then realize you're doing it yourself. You're like, man, I just I just wasted this whole day on this trivial nonsense. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. so it's good to be present, man, so you can catch yourself and stuff. 
You know, so I always tell people like, hey, don't be afraid to have conversations with yourself. It doesn't mean you're crazy. In fact, it'll probably keep you from going crazy. You know, yeah, every now and then you have to stop and like, whoa, why am I, why am I even thinking about that? <laughs> why am I sitting there pondering so much of my, my mental time on this useless subject? <laughs> and, and if I am thinking yeah. about it, okay, so, okay, so what's the solution? Right. What are you going to do about it? And it's like, oh, you right. know what? It's not even that serious. Exactly. So move on and think about something else more productive. So yeah, every now and then, you just kind of give yourself a little mental check, like, hey, 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 dial it back, dial it back. Okay, why it's good to do a detox. Do? It's good to do a detox oh, yeah. from the internet, from television. Like, hey, no Twitter for a month, People? no TV for a People? month. <laughs> you know. <clears throat> I mean, you'll you'll realize how much you don't really care about those things when you do that. Right. Like, stop watching TV for a week, and you'll realize, you know what? I'm not really missing out because the shows I like to watch, they're always going to be there. <laughs> if I want to go back and watch them, that's cool. If you can't yeah. stop for a week, that's a serious problem too. It's like someone who can't stop drinking coffee for a week. You got adrenal or issues. Drinking, you or drinking every night for a week. Yeah, yeah, right. exactly. Or or any whatever it is. Some people are, are addicted to working out. They got to work out two times a yeah. day every day, yeah, yeah, even exactly. though it's not beneficial. They're so addicted they have like three gym memberships. Like you can only be <laughs> in one place. You can only be in one place at one time. Okay, this is things called law physics. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> the one with Dr. Nick Delgado and the one you mentioned with Dr. Mark Gordon, those are really good too because those guys are both yeah. extremely knowledgeable. And so that last one, Dr. Gordon, um, episode episode two sixteen. You know what I really yep. liked about that one? You know, we, you know, he touched on, you know, we touched on the you know the ketogenic diet, but also just kind of talking about the relationship between like surgery and depression, and and right. one of the biggest takeaways was just like the inaccuracy now of the whole twenty two a day. You know, in reference to veteran suicides, you know, is right. you know, you know, there's been an increase of awareness. You know that, you know, it's being said that 22 veterans commit suicide each day, man. You know, that dealing with PTSD and trauma and depression and all these different things. But Dr. Gordon pointed out that you know that number is outdated. It's far, it's far less now. I mean, so it's far, it's far more than 22 a day. I'm sorry, you right? Know, it's far right. more than that. You know, it's in, that number's increased, and you know, just just hearing that, it's kind of like whoa. <laughs> you know, and, and then just the fact that we're saying, like, you know, out of all the states in the U.S. where most of these veteran suicides happen the most, just like the one place you would at least think is Montana, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like, wow, man. So it's very enlightening, man, especially a lot of my friends who are vets and sharing that information with them because, you know, this is, this is something that's very important to them because, you know, they're losing a lot of their brothers and sisters, you know, to this, and they're trying, they're trying to do different things to try to out and you know just help them and you know alleviate this pain man and seek help and just at least have an ear that understands what they're going through and i think that's where a lot of the issues tend to happen when a lot of civilians try to step in and like but just talk to me a lot of them just won't get it they won't understand it there's a lot of things that even when my buddies are we're sitting around smoking cigars and we're talking there's a lot of things when they start talking man you know vets conversation between vets a lot of things i truly don't understand but i'm listening and i'm not trying to end it you know injecting into the conversation like I do know what I'm talking about. You know, I, I'm, I'm right. asking questions. I'm listening, you know, saying, you know, and just really trying to get an understanding, you know, what these guys have gone through and even just even the more positive things like the camaraderie and, you know, how even when a guy that's, you know, an army vet and here's a Marine vet or whatever, and then they find a way to even connect, even though they were two different branches beyond just the fact that, they, you know, they win, they fought, for, they serve the country and fought for the country. But these other little commonalities that they have and where they connect with that, and there's another type of brotherhood going on here, you know, and, it, and right. what that does, it inspires me, you know, just really 
how I look at the relationships with my friends and the brotherhood I have with them. And, you know, realize like, yeah, even though these guys have gone through probably far more than any of us, whatever, but there's still so many commonalities amongst all of us. You know, there's still this core base, you know, of being a human being, man. And, and this thing with connection that, that, that brings us all together no matter what. And I think one of the biggest problems that ends up happening is that people try to separate these things. So, you know, you have people that are like, oh, you know, thank you for your service and, and just really kind of like putting these guys over to the side. It's one of those things where you think you're recognizing them, but you're also kind of dismissing them a little bit, too, because you, know, you feel right. like just by saying that you're done with them now. It's like, ah, whew, feel my obligation. I, I thank them for his service. And I don't have to deal with anything that's going on with them anymore. So that's when they end up feeling a lot of times feeling so isolated and that no one can relate because you feel like, okay, I've done my part. I'm done with you now, you know, and you keep doing what you're doing. Keep me safe. <laughs> it's just like, well, damn, it's all about you. Like, well, you know, what about me? Even though they'll, they'll never ask for help from you, but it's just kind of like and people, instead of just, I always feel like, you know, instead of just asking like, you know, thank you for your service or whatever, like, Hey man, like just have a conversation with these guys. You know, if they're willing to sit down and just talk, not even about, and don't ask them, like, what happened over there? (laughs) (laughs) They they don't want to talk about that, man. You know, but just talk about, hey, man, what do you have going on now? You know, some of these guys are trying to start businesses, and you never know where you can actually be a helpful resource to them. You know, you might be an entrepreneur that's, you know, had some failed businesses and restarted businesses or whatever else, and you can, like, get into a conversation with these guys like, look, man, you know, I'm retired now. You know, I'm trying to you know, look through my next step, and here's an idea of what I'm trying to do. And these guys might even be looking just for employment. You know, so hey, right. you want to thank, you want to support the troops and thank these guys for their service. You know, you look at the qualifications; they may be able to come and work for whatever company that you have. You know, and guess what? Everyone wins here. You know, here's a guy that's working now. He's he's doing something instead of just sitting around. You know, and at the same time, you know, now you're building your workforce. You're building your company. You grow together. That's how you do something right there, man. So, again, instead of just, like I said, just spitting off a phrase that you, you hear a million times and then going on about your life, you know, it's the thing about being connected once again. Because at the end of the day, they're soldiers, yes. They're veterans, yes. But at the end of the day, they're humans. So come, come at them from a human aspect. And then you'll be surprised, you know, pretty much how, you know, it can, it can encourage and, and, and help both of you grow. At the same time, so it's just something to think about, man. Like I said, that's that's we. I think we tend to give up this whole human aspect of seeing things. It's just so everything's just so easy just to dismiss it. Just say say a phrase, move on. Right. You know, everything's so microwavable now. It's just like you know, hey, get it done, and then go on about your way, or get look for the next distraction, and and then you can always just claim like, hey, man, I I support the truth. I I saw a vet today, and I told him, thank you for your service. You know, it becomes this bragging thing. It's kind of like the people that get a personal trainer, but they don't ever work out. But they love to tell their coworkers <laughs> about the training. Oh, my trainer says this and my trainer says that. I hear you always talk about what your trainer says, but I never hear about what you do. <laughs> so it seems like you're Louis, Louis, a lot. <laughs> Louis, C.K. Louis C.K. has a funny joke about helping soldiers. He said whenever, whenever he's in first class and he sees a soldier walk on, he always thinks about giving up his seat to the soldier. He's like, I never do it. He's like, I think about it though. And just, <laughs> oh, just thinking funny. about it makes me feel better about myself. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, just the idea that I even thought about it, I give myself a right. head on the back. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, man. <laughs> oh, man. 
course, there's somebody listening right now, like, oh, why you bring up Louis C.K.? Oh, another one of the Hollywood harassers. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't, wanna, I don't even want to hear it. That's why I don't watch the news anymore. I don't want to hear about that stuff anymore. I'm tired of it. I got tired of it the first week. All these stories started coming out. Exactly. We live in a world now where don't don't even say hello to a woman anymore, guys. You you might get in trouble. Don't compliment her on her dress. Don't say anything. All right. That's right. soon. There's going to be a lot of women complaining about how they don't get compliments anymore. It's like, oh God, you know, I got all dulled up and no one said I look good. What's going on in this world? It's like, well, um, you know. I, don't, I don't want those problems. <laughs> you know, it's funny. Um, hell, just like someone posted a meme. It was like, yeah. Some of you folks might want to cancel that company Christmas party this year. Yeah. And honestly, right now, right where you live, Mike, you know, it's about to be conference season starting in January. Oh, it, it, yeah. it already is. Actually, December actually is quite a few conferences. The anti-aging conference was just here last weekend, so there's there's quite a few of those. <laughs> Yeah, but a lot of those are going to be. A lot of those, are, yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of those. I, I was I was actually going to go this year, but I caught my my father was visiting, and I caught a nasty cold from him, so I've just been resting up all weekend. But I was actually planning on going. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So those conferences, like the next two or three months, man, there's no telling what you're going to see in the news here because that's pretty much what these conferences are all about, man. It's just people hooking up and. Oh, all yeah. kinds of stuff. People drinking too much, and you know what's you know what happens here stays here. Not anymore. <laughs> to my, to my, yeah, that, that whole that whole little selling point in Vegas is about to go right out the window. <laughs> <laughs> what happens in Vegas? Yeah, in, you know, yeah. What happens in Vegas will help. Will end up in court. Okay, so think about that, man. <laughs> you might want to go ahead and skip yeah, some of those. We're we're, we're about to become we're about to become a Star Trek the Next Generation type society. You know how the characters act with each other then really boring. Well, <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> that's, that's that's what it's going to be like really soon. Now, I'm not saying exactly. that it's acceptable for men to go out and harass women. Don't don't act like I'm saying that at all. But what I'm saying is that it's going to get to the point where everyone, a lot of guys, are going to be paranoid, but that they, they shouldn't say anything. Even stuff that exactly, was not even in the direction of harassment because they don't want to be put in that camp. Because there are some, there are some that are abusing. Yeah, there are some that are abusing what's going on. You know, there are some that are oh, capitalizing no off other women's pain. It's like, oh, well, you know what, this guy, you know what, he broke up with me, and I'm, I'm going to teach him a lesson. You right. Know, so then he bring up. This, That's right. I'm going to ruin. You know, it's just like there are those people out there. You're not hearing about it, but they're there. Trust no me. doubt about it. So that's what's going to happen. So it's going to get to the point, like I said, it's going to, it's, you want to talk about division. You just, my oldest country is more divided than ever. Like, oh, no, 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 no. The country's like, hold my beer. <laughs> so that, well, I mean, it, it's like, it's like with kids, right? Now, most, I would say the vast majority of kids who say they were abused actually were. So I'm not discounting that at all. It takes a lot of courage for a kid to tell anyone about that. So I get it. But there are some kids who are going to realize, you know what, I can use this to assert some power. And there was an article in the right. Wall Street Journal years ago where a lot of adults who said, like, it's not safe to work with kids anymore. There's just too many things that can go wrong. And one right. guy talked about how he was going to discipline this kid because he was acting a fool. He goes, well, look, we're, we're, I'm going to put you in detention or whatever it may be. And that kid's like, well, if you do that, I'm going to tell my parents you touched me here. So some of these kids are realizing they can use that as a power play. Now, is that the majority of it or even a high percentage? Of course not. I don't believe that. But it happens. Right. It happens. So we can't we, we, we don't want to be totally naive about that either, as a lot of people are. Kids lie. 
<laughs> you know, kids, especially right. if it's going to, if, especially if it's going to allow them to have a certain level of power, they're going to make up shit. They're going to lie. Old kids, of course not. But, it, but the problem with this is it's going to, it's going to take away from re- real kids that are going through problems exactly. and have the courage exactly. to admit it. So just like that, there are going to be women who are making up some bullshit because they just want to be part of this whole thing. This whole me too. They want to be like, yeah, me too. I've never been abused, but I'm going to make up some shit. Just so I can be part of that club. Is it the majority of women? Of course not. But it happens. He's just like, well, you know, what do we do about it? I'm like, well, shit, man, what can you do? You know, just like, <laughs> yeah. tread lightly. You know, just be aware. You know, just always, you know. Hey, you know what like, you can do? You can you can mind your own business. Don't be a stupid. <laughs> don't be an idiot. Don't make any dumb comments that you thought you could, okay. that you thought were just funny. <laughs> we're all friends here. Like, oh, you're wearing that dress in all the right places. Like, come on, dude. No. <laughs> nah, bro. <laughs> Don't make dumb comments like Bill O'Reilly, who was trying to compliment a good-looking black lady in the office. Hey, it's hot chocolate? How you doing today? <laughs> you know, just I, keep that I, dumb shit to yourself. and racist at the same time. You yeah, 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 exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Way to go. Exactly. Way to go. <laughs> These dumb thoughts you have in your head, <laughs> keep them there. You, know, you don't have to express yeah. them. Yeah. And that goes for you too, ladies. A lot of women make dumb comments too. You know, that's the other side of the story. You know how many times well, I've had know, women like say stupid you, shit to me? Well, like I posted. Yeah. Well, like I posted the whole thing, like when you know, whole thing when Matt Lauer, you know, Lauer came out. But then, you know, I sent the little the post of of Kathy Lee and Hoda rubbing on the little Brazilian guy, you know, at the Olympics or whatever, right. like rubbing him down and harassing him, like, yeah, but what about this? Yeah, what about him too? You know, nobody wants to talk about right. that. But well, he's a man. Well, he's a man. He probably enjoyed it. But I'm like, well, wow. Yeah. Well, I expect this yeah. right now. <laughs> That's so what a lot of women will say when you bring up this. They'll be like, "Oh yeah, men like that." It's like you're not a man, so shut the fuck up. I don't tell you what you like. <laughs> you know, I'm not. I'm not a woman, so don't fucking tell me what I'm thinking or what I like or don't like. So again, like you got to be very careful. So yeah, that's the that's the kind of year we've had in 2017, man. It's been a it's been a roller coaster since since January. I'm, I'm glad first. I'm glad it's over, frankly, because yeah. it's been a roller coaster. You know, we had the yeah. fucking hurricane in Houston. We had the shooting in Vegas. All this sexual harassment stuff has come out. Trump's been president. <laughs> you know, I mean, it's, yeah. been, it's been a fucked up. It's been a fucked up year. Man. I'm glad this year is over. Exactly, man. You, you've got like all these freaking like, you know, everything about Russia and you got all this other stuff. It's like, ah, oh, okay, reset button. Let's just start over. You know, those people are like, well, it's just going to start all over again. So, no, hopefully we learn something. Hopefully we can just kind of minimize some of this stuff, man. Make it a little bit more efficient. You don't want to just drag right. so much of this crap just on and on and on or have so much crap that we can't finish up the other crap that needs to be attended to. That's That's been another <laughs> issue in 2017. Like, as soon as you start trying to address one issue, here comes something new that's totally somewhere else. So it's not even like it's in the same category. It's like, whoa, you know, there's a lot of squirrel syndrome going on. It's like, yeah, we got harassed squirrel. What? And you're looking the other way and now you've forgotten about it. You know? Right. Like it's, it's crazy. Like, like I said, Vegas was like two months ago and no one's really talking about it anymore. You know, right. and everybody's just right. all fixed on, well, who's harassing who this week? I'm like, okay, man, did we ever <laughs> find out like what was going on with that damn shooter for real? Do we? No, right. We're not talking about him anymore. Oh, well, there's another shooter. Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> You know, like, oh, no, the tax bill, the tax bill now, you know, it's going to be for these people. I'm like, oh, my God. It's just like, can you focus? <laughs> it's like, gee, hopefully. OK, now here's the deal. Going in 2018. Here's what we know for sure. And pretty much by January 20th, he would have been president for a whole year now. You can, so move on from that. And let's let's see what goes. What happens next? OK, you know, get over the whole like we, we got to impeach him. We got to do this. Like, 
there, there are so many more things that we could be doing. It's like, well, he said this. He tweeted this. Really? That's what we're doing? It's like, it's like, <laughs> it's like I'm sitting in a, a, a country of 360 million preschools. <laughs> it's just like, it's like you, and you're like the one preschool teacher trying to control all these, like, you just listen to all these kids arguing about all this stuff. It's like, really? You're here to learn your ABCs, kids. You know, that little, little Jimmy poo pooed in his diaper. It's like, come on. <laughs> like, Look, if, all, if every American donated $1 to Project Child Save, we could save every kid in the world from child slavery. $1. Every American fact, donated $1. Yeah. If you donated, if you donated fifty cents for every irrelevant tweet that you on some Twitter war, or you know, or some offended comment that you have posted on Facebook, if you gave fifty cents for every offended comment that you post, you know, or whatever to Project Child Save, that would be great. Yeah, I would almost be like, okay, keep bitching and complaining because everything you bitch and complain, you donate. So okay, at least it's not going to waste. <laughs> Or how about just donate? Yeah, we should have a jar. No, people have a people have a cursing jar. You got to put a dollar in every time you curse. Yeah, we yeah, should have exactly. a jar, a digital jar, where every time you say something stupid on Twitter, you have to make a fifty cent donation to the jar, where all the funds go to Project Child Save. <laughs> Man, that would be awesome. <laughs> that would be awesome. Wouldn't be one yeah, kid Twitter? left. There wouldn't be one kid left. <laughs> no, in the they will all the be. The year. <laughs> you know? they, they will all be back home safe. And all these scumbags will be taken care of, man. Yeah. Yeah, dude. As far as I'm concerned, those are like my top episodes right there. Yeah, man. Those were, those were all great I'm episodes. I'm actually, I'm, I'm looking forward to 2018. You know, just like, just from discussions we've had and the people that we've reached out to and the, the wheels that have been set in motion, you know, for potential guests that are coming up. Yeah. I'm really yeah. looking forward to that. In fact, I feel like this year will probably be the year of, as far as guests are concerned. I think so too. Up. Yeah, I think definitely, no doubt about it. Oh man, well I'm good right there. <laughs> Me too. We can wrap up there. Wrap good. So hey folks, end of another year. You know we always talk about getting your goals together, and you know, and it's not about resolutions, but it's just like looking back at what did you do this year, you know, and the goals you set last year. You know, pretty much did you uh, did you attack those goals? Did you maintain them? Did you actually exceed your Wildest expectations with these, with those goals that you set. And, and now it's just like, okay, at this point, going into the new year, continue to build on that momentum that you've had. And if you didn't right. have the momentum, get your mojo back, you know, going into this new year. And basically that starts at this very moment that you hear me say this. Don't sit there and wait. So this episode is probably out before January 1st. So don't wait. You're like, oh, I got one more week. No, you don't. You really don't. You don't have time. You really don't get on it now. So. Yeah, what you want is momentum. Go. You want to go into January with momentum, which means you're working on those goals right now, so that when you go into January, you're in the process rather than starting the process. Yeah. I mean, some of you guys have, some of you guys may have a goal of, you know, you've had gut issues all year, and your goal is to not have to use a butt plug twenty four seven. So that's your goal going into two. <laughs> that's your goal going into two thousand eight. That so start is the worst visual ever. God, I'm like, why? And if you don't want to improve okay. your gut health, then fine. I'm going to start investing in companies that make butt plugs. At least I'm going to make some money out of this whole thing. If people aren't going to improve their gut health, then I'm going to invest in butt plugs. How about that? You know? At least someone's going to be a winner with this whole epidemic. Honestly, 
on that note, I'm done. That's going to wrap it up. I have nothing <laughs> to say, man, because I got to go wash my brain from that visual of the butt plug. <laughs> <laughs> so you know our website. You know, you know the coupon code. Use that coupon code. Get a discount, man. You know, for all of our Patreon subscribers, you know, you've got your even bigger discounts depending on what tier that you're supporting us on Patreon. And if you're not supporting us on Patreon, now is the time to do that because you heard what we were talking about in the very beginning. So it's going to be the place to be before it's all over with. And that's going to be here a lot sooner than later. And other than that, no keep doubt. sharing these episodes. And, you know, thank you guys for the support you've given us this past year as well as the other four years that we've been doing this. Let's get ready to head into year five. Wow, man. Time goes by really quickly. So, it sure does. But it's, it's on ride, though, man. This is good stuff. Love the show. And, you know, love the feedback that we get from people and the people that support us. So, you know, Absolutely. we appreciate that. So, all right, folks. Have a good year. Be safe out there. We'll catch you guys on the next episode. Take care, everybody. Take care, everyone. Bye.